Um, but yeah, I think scaling internationally, we we went too hard, too fast. So like we were like, let's let's sell in Nigeria, let's sell in Canada, let's sell in the UK, let's sell in Australia, let's sell so many places. Um, but we didn't factor in the fact that number one, shipping costs. Oh my god, logistics. It's so expensive. Logistics, like, it's it's crazy. And like, yes, people can be like, yeah, yeah. It's not just money, also time. Like, money, Mm. time. Oh god. And then, with the whole, I hear now that the whole shipping thing is because of COVID or whatever. So, like, Mm. logistics companies they are cutting down um their workers and then there's like a lot of work piling up so shipping and because everybody that's that's the thing i think like business owners don't come out to like share their struggles or what they are doing mm. because you see everybody oh we now ship to canada the us da, 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 da. and it looks really flashy yeah, right it looks, it looks cool. <laughs> and i'm like oh wow you know in Nigeria, it's becoming a trend. Everybody's now like converting the price of their stuff to dollars, saying we now ship globally and things like that. Mm. Like, bro. I think it's in beans. <laughs> I think my beans are all. Oh. Did you know that the podcast industry is worth a massive $14 billion and is set to grow to $95 billion in six years? How would you like to have a share of $95 billion? I know I would. The best time to start a podcast is now and the easiest way to start a podcast show is with Riverside.fm. Forget about Zoom. With Riverside, you can record up to 4K resolution podcast shows with Chris Sound easily interviewing anyone from anywhere right from your online browser. Need I say more? If you're ready to level up your podcast or start a high quality podcast show, click the link in the show notes and get a free two hour recording when you sound up. What are you waiting for? It's time to level up your podcast. Click the link below and sign up today. Welcome to the Sip and Think podcast by Scribble. We're really excited to Really enter our our first official episode, would you say, um, Loretta? Yeah, this is our first episode. Yeah, I would say the, the, the other one was the trailer. This one's like our first official episode. Um, and so yeah, we're going to jump right into it. Um, today we're talking about 2021. It's the start of a new year. And so we thought, why not? Why not? Today is literally since first. I'm going to be releasing this sometime in February, so do not say it's the start of the year. Is it still the start of the year? This is the 21st or the 22nd? This in second. You are how many hours? This is, the... is this in second? Yes, it's the 22nd. <laughs> See, she's living in the past. Uh, if you guys don't know, I live in Australia. Um, and Loretta is all the way in Nigeria, so our I time zones Lagos, are different. La- Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, cool. The she lives in Lagos, Nigeria. The city that that's not how you say. It, by the way, the city that is booming. The city that you know. I thought people said Abuja is the city that what? is booming. Don't say that in public. I beseech you, <laughs> brethren, Enoch. 
do not say that in public. <laughs> of course, Abuja is beautiful, but what women no. Lagos is. Fair enough. I mean, I've never been to Abuja, so I can't really say. I've only been to Lagos and a few other places. Well, what are so. the few other places? But, ah, uh, Ibadan and Ekiti. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's um, let's bring it back. Uh, we, if you don't, if you're the first time on the podcast, you haven't listened to our intro. My name is Enoch Banjioka, and with me is. Since Enoch decided to give us wow, his three names. Wow, your full names. name. You to give us your three I only gave... I, I gave my full name. Okay. You gave your like full full name. <laughs> I just gave my first and last. I have three middle names. If I put three middle names, that's when you'll see me. That's when you'll see me trying to... <laughs> you guys, if we should, you need to know Enoch's three full names. Like, oh my god. No, you don't. Long, no, long, you don't. long, long. long. Anyway. You don't even know them yourself. I know it's... Well, we're not going to reveal that on the podcast. 2021 recap. Um, if you are not aware, so we run a creative business called Scribble Horde. Um, and what we do is that we help creative people, creative entrepreneurs. We help them grow on their socials and monetize online. Yeah. Because we believe that in this day and age, everybody deserves to be able to get paid doing what they love. Exactly. Um, the internet has allowed us to do many many things and pretty much everyone has access to the internet so it shouldn't be an excuse it shouldn't be an excuse to um yeah not be able to do what you enjoy doing um so yeah starting off so that's the business that we do we've been running officially since april last year we're nearly one we're nearly one years old we need to we need to plan something for that it's gonna be it's gonna be big um but yeah we are we're nearly one years old officially, um, and we did a we did a we did a bit we did a lot in in 2021. It's a, a lot of uh, things that we learnt from a lot of things that, um, yeah, like there were many wins, many losses, I guess you could say. Um, and so we're just gonna I guess jump into a few of them and yeah discuss what we learnt from them, and how it really applies to you, um, our listeners. Um, because at the end of the day, like this is for you, so you can see wh- how we learnt from our process and how we, um, how we are, yeah, planning on really trying to uh, up level, take ourselves to the next level in what we're doing. Awesome. All right, so I am going to start us off with the first one. Okay. We launched a new product. Oh, right yeah. Now, how is that for you? Mm. Um. So first thing is that we launched a new product, not because. Mm, what product was it? Um. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I have mine too. We launched the scribble yeah. sketch. Got um, it. The visionaire. Show it sh- off. Shed last series. Well, yeah. What I was going to say mm. is, we realized that we launched this product not because. Because we, I don't know how to explain it, but we launched it because the old scribble sketch is finished. That is true. And like some people. What is the scribble sketch? What is a scribble sketch? Yeah, I mean, some some people are just listening for the first time. I'm okay, sure. sure, sure. I'll, I'll explain. So these are like design mm-hmm. pads 
for you to like ID it. Um, as Enoch was explaining, we want every creative to be able to um, make money from anything that you do. And it's just fair to articulate your ideas because I feel like from those ideas that you articulate, then you can start to flesh out a plan on ways to make money from them. So this is what yeah. this part guides you to. And the first edition really we literally walk you through um a journey, like the creative journey, just explaining that look, don't be bogged down by circumstances, you know. Um what's it called? Clarity comes from what you what you do, not what you know what you constantly like go around the bush in your head about. So that's what yeah. the first one was. But then for the second one I was like, you know, um, people need, like, see, my, my script is getting this full already. It's almost finished. Um, <laughs> for the second one, we wanted it to be more like links to productivity. So you have, like, your daily trackers, like, what, what you were able to do, what you were able to achieve, yeah. and, you know, things you want to tell yourself, just to keep just to keep you productive. And also, we like a bit of art, so we always, like, put illustrations and sketch parts and all that. So literally, this... So, so- yeah, but Would you say so? It's pretty much like a, a creative, like a guided creative sketchpad. Exactly, it's a guided creative sketchpad. Yeah, but then um, so it helps you take your ideas from like, from, idea, from ideation to, to execution, action. Exactly, the execution. Exactly. Mm. Um, but the thing I was trying to explain is, so while launching a good product was like an amazing thing, I was excited. Um, one thing that I didn't do as the product lead, even though Enoch was like constantly talking about it, was that I wasn't like, I wasn't data driven in my decision. So it's amazing, but it could have been, the products could have been richer. Like I could have added. Can you tell us more about being data driven? You just dropped like a big word that not a lot of people may not know of particularly. Yeah. What, what do you mean data driven? What does that mean? What, how did that apply to the scribble sketch? Okay, so data driven by actually like doing a lot of research. Um, not like going door to door asking people. That would be great as well. Mm. But like information is scattered across Google. Um, information is like everywhere. There's this website called Ask the Republic. There are like sites, mm. like there are other sites like um SD right where they like sell yeah. stuff. There's even Printify. There are lots of e-commerce businesses or like brands or like platforms so i should have Mm. because like i'm the product lead i'm the one designing the products i'm the one supposed to go to the markets to see what people need and then create for them Mm. based off that need but i didn't accurately do that when i was creating the virginia shetler series i was just like creating Mm. something based off a user persona that was myself. And so while launching this was a great product, it could have done a lot better if I decided to um, really do my research, find out what people needed, which is what we've done now. Study your customer. Exactly, which Mm. is what we've done now, and which is um, why I'm very excited about Enoch's work, because Enoch would literally go create a a, like a customer profile like with with our ideal 
audience, what do they need, what are their problems, where are they? Probably because my marketing background. At first, I was like, yo, it's not that serious. Like, just think about this thing. But then now I see how important it is because you cannot help someone you don't know where they are or they are. And that's why, you know, in our next year, we have a couple of surprises that I'm working on. We've done our research, we know what you need, and we're going to be creating that. So, you know, if you want to speak more, it's uh, why it's important. Yeah. This show is sponsored by Scribblehoard. It's a creative business that creates tools and resources that helps creatives build successful creative brands. One of the ways that we've done this is with the Scribble Sketchpad. This is a guided sketchpad that helps take you from an idea to the execution of the idea. With productivity tools, inspirational quotes and creative prompts, start taking ownership of bringing your ideas to life with this sketchpad. Get yours at scribblehoard.com and use code PODCAST to get 10% off your first order. I mean, like, what you were just, what you were just saying just then really, like, it made me remember something. Um, that if you, if you think you can talk to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And then the second thing is like, that if you, like, if you, like, <laughs> if you really love someone, if you really love someone, then you would, like, you would go out of your way to love the person the way that they receive love, not the way that you, you receive want love. To be so in other words, like, like, yeah, we love our customers, but um, even just taking outside of the example of loving someone, but more so understanding that, like, people, we understand that, like, people, people value different things, and if you don't understand what people value, you can't actually deliver value to the person you may communicate something but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what is being communicated to them and so that was a huge learning curve for us i mean i i was saying it but uh, i think it's 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 something that experience really shows you especially from um even from a marketing side of things when you're really trying to talk to um the customers as well in the content that you're making Uh, when people say let's create valuable content like no one really understands what, what that means until you understand who you're trying to serve and until you become obsessed with that person yeah. and what they value. Um, otherwise, that's why people normally hear crickets when it comes to the content. Um, but, yeah, that was that was probably, like, I feel like launch of version. Sorry, mm. you know, I caught you. I feel like if you're a social no, media person or whatever, you should just... It, Enoch just dropped content for you. Um, avoiding crickets or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... I might even use that. <laughs> I might even use that for our next reel. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that. So we launched a new product. Um, the win was, like, we had some... We had, like, I think the biggest wins was that we got, like, this new product, we got it to... The US um, we got to the U.S. market, which is our next win, really. Um, we scaled internationally. Um, and so the idea behind it was that we we started, because our product was so, we really wanted to bring like a personalized feel, a luxurious feel to our product as well. Um, and 
one thing about uh, communicating um, a premium product is probably a better way to put it um, is not only through the quality of what you make but also through the pricing so for all you business owners out there I think the biggest misconception is that um, we need to we need to price our items cheaply um, and so like the problem with that is that um, when you have competitors coming into the space and you haven't really differentiated yourself that by that much um, it becomes a price war and like at the end of the day it's, it's a race to the bottom so our headspace was like okay we want to create um, a product that is premium but um, that also means that we have to really put our product in a place where it could also reach um, people from different premium markets in that sense um, and like It was just the like the idea behind it was just communicating like the amount of value that we we offer, um, but yeah, I think scaling internationally we we went too hard too fast. So like we were like let's let's sell in Nigeria, let's sell in Canada, let's sell in the UK, let's sell in Australia, let's sell so many places, um, but we didn't factor in the fact that number one shipping costs. So oh much. my god logistics it's so expensive logistics like it's it's like, crazy and like and yeah, people, people can be like time. yeah yeah it's not just money also time like money mm. time so, oh god and then with the whole i hear now that the whole shipping thing is because of covid or whatever so like logistics companies they are cutting down um their workers and then there's like a lot of work piling up so shipping and because everybody that's that's the thing i feel like business owners don't come out to like share their struggles or what they're going because you see everybody oh we now ship to canada the us da, 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 da. and it looks really flashy yeah, right it looks, it looks cool. <laughs> and i'm like oh wow you know in nigeria it's becoming a trend everybody's now like converting the price of their stuff to dollars saying oh we now ship globally and things like that but mm. like bro i think it's in beans <laughs> i think it's not beans like oh like i wonder how big especially brands... when you're just starting up like i wonder how big brands do it like i wonder how they do it like i wonder See, how they do it because from there's a shipping, difference there's a difference between there's a difference between a, like that's that's a key because they're a big brand number one they have the capital and number two they have because they have the capital they have the the like the logistical centers the three pls it's like 3pl just means third party logistics to everybody listening who doesn't know that um but big brands so essentially like the what we should have done right is that we should have grown locally so we should have like let's really sell this thing in, in nigeria let's really make sure that we've nailed our product first and that we've gotten um we've built a sort of brand awareness mm -hmm. and once we have enough like brand awareness we get like people are we just people are just buying off our site just you know consistently then we can go okay we're having we have enough volume we're making we have our own little cash machine here locally so now if we want to take this internationally okay let's pick one country to go to internationally first 
So if it's like US now, it's like, okay, cool. Who am I? Like so many things to think about. Like who who's the cheapest? What's the cheapest way I can send it? That's still going to get to where I'm sending it. Who am I sending it to? Because a lot of people like they don't think about like the fact that okay, if I'm sending a product, who am I sending it to? Um, we went through like family, family, friends, um, and it worked okay. But I think the biggest problem with that um, was the fact that they were family friends, and so like. Things were on their time. <laughs> There's a difference between when you're paying someone to do something, do a job, um, and someone who's like, "Oh yeah, I'll 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 help you out. I'll, I'll do a do you a favor," but then they don't send your items for a few weeks. <laughs> so you have like you have customers, and you don't want to be like pushy, but then also like you have customers that you're serving. So it's like that dynamic of like, I know we're not paying you, but we need you to do the work. It was. It just gets too messy. Um, but yeah, if we had built like a like a system locally, and then we we know okay, we can now afford to not yeah, only just scale. go overseas, but we can afford to scale. Whether it's we hire somebody overseas or we use a third party logistics center, which is pretty much a warehouse where they pack and ship out your orders um, for you in um, wherever you sent it to. So, mm-hmm. for example, if you send like a bulk order to America to a third-party logistics company in America. Uh, whenever you sell something and it's, you know, someone in America bought something from your site, it will link to the system of the third-party logistics uh, people and they'll pack your order and ship it to that person. Um, it costs so, money, yeah. but, like, yeah. Which is something that um, I think I should, like, touch on deeper, the fact that... As a business, I know businesses are created to make money. But the truth is, mm. don't be in a hurry. Like, mm. it's like teaching a child to... Not patience, like, not patience in the sense that you're not lagging or being like a testicle mm. or being serious or not putting in hard work. Not that kind of patience. But patience mm. in, the, in the sense of, as Enoch said, in particular about creating a system first. Create a system, test as much as you can, you know, make sure that you have tried every single thing possible for like a small sect of people before you now choose to spread your wings. Because what happens when you're spreading your wings without a structure, without a system, is like you are just you're, just, you're not building anything. There's no like strong foundation. And then it's, everything is just in the air, really. So we, I'm very, very, very happy that we took that lesson. And what we just want to do now is build a very strong system. But, you know, we're still in the U.S. markets, and then we're looking at Nigeria as well. You know? Yeah, I mean, we still, like, we still have our books there. Um, I think another thing that we... Uh, another problem with like scaling internationally is that you're not just um, marketing to just your local market anymore. Um, in terms of like a more marketing side of things, like when you're scaling internationally, you now realize that oh, I'm not just advertising or using freelancers or um, doing collaborations with people inside Nigeria or inside your local country. Like once you scale internationally. The same things that you're doing locally, you have to be doing internationally as well. 
Mm. I remember like between like time zones, between like like if you don't have anyone in the other country, you don't know like there's a disconnect in terms of oh, have they received that order? How do I really personalize this to the people that I'm working with or um, the people that I'm selling to in those countries as well? There are different cultural differences as well that you have to be aware of in terms of, okay, the way I talk to someone in Niger, sure. right, it's like it's completely different to how you talk to someone in America. So it's like there are so many factors to that. And so if one doesn't understand those factors, um, you'll have – you'll, you'll – like if you scale too hard too fast if you go i'm going to target five different countries um like it's hard to go okay like your workload just increased times five like are you prepared to do that like do you have a strong enough system in place where you're working that you can then and that's the thing about having a system right once you have a system in place that you know okay this thing works i don't have to Remember, a system is something that you're not going to be inside. So, like, a lot of people confuse things and think that, oh, like, I know I know how to do this thing, Kiniko, um, but they don't actually understand that, like, the whole point of creating, a like, a process, a system, is that you're not, like, you can now step away from that. So you, you can now step away from advertising. You can now step away from influencer marketing. You can now step away from that side of things and you can now devote more time to work on your business not just in your business um and so that's why once you build a system like it's now like systems are always copy and pasteable like you should be able to copy and paste the same yeah. system somewhere else um not by obviously multiplying yourself into two people or by hiring people um, or outsourcing, outsourcing, you know, those systems to um, a, a, an outside custom uh, company or something like that. Um, and then it has to be a system that works because if it sure. doesn't work, for sure. you won't be able to like not a system. hire people. <laughs> and exactly, it's not a yeah. system. So if you have a system in place and then you're not still getting work done, you know, making money, then you have to check that system again. Mm. So I think we've been speaking yeah. about um some marketing stuff. Uh, I feel as though you're about to land somewhere. Oh, Loretta. Okay. All right. So pretty much we've been talking about some marketing things. Um, and really like there were some things that we did, Loretta, um, last year that were was really cool. Um, I think a few that we can name all in one under the whole brand awareness, like getting ourselves out there. We oh, yeah. had Our reels. guest posts. Oh. We did have reels. The guest posts. <laughs> we, guest uh, we posts. had guests. Oh my God, this uh, one um, went off. Media mention. Uh, um, yeah, we had that The competitions that we did. Uh, uh, what's it called? Our collaborations with um, other creators online. Yeah. Um, we, so let's let's, let's jump year. into that a little bit. Mm, yeah, for sure. Um, but let's <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Let's uh, talk about like what what worked well in those spheres, um, and what uh, didn't work out so well. So do you know one thing that I find very interesting about like the collaborations, like the strategies that we're not even actively thinking about, that we think are just popped up. You know, a creative is like. 
I really love this product. I really love this product. Do you mind? Can I come on live? Like, those were things we were not thinking about. And then mm. we just decided to, I mean, there was one we had a, we had a collaboration with Salem. Oh, that was so amazing. We also had a collaboration with this, with this very good friend of mine, Animus Uche. She runs like a, a social media management company. I mean, like, mm. what? This, these things were amazing. And it just really showed us, like, the power um, that you can unless when you... Yeah, it just feels like... collaborate. Yeah, when you collaborate, when, when, when you... Um, when you leverage your network. So, like, a lot of times, we want to do business by ourselves. But that's mm. not really how it works. Um, yeah. And something else that was also really nice that I noticed is like people like when there's a face behind a company or a business. So mm. Enoch, Enoch and I, we did like on, on my personal page, I said talking about Scribble. Enoch doesn't have a personal page, so he talks about Scribble on Scribble. <laughs> Shots fired. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, I started. <laughs> <laughs> but I anyway. Started yeah but anyway i just i just realized that you know whenever i share things about scribble on my page i'll get people like even dm me personally asking me or um what, what do i what do i need to do um how can i get a copy of this book mm. In, like people would go check out our page as well so it's just it's just interesting if you're a business owner i would not advise you to stay in the dark or like What's this thing called? Oh, I'm shy. Um, I'm not a social media person. Trust mm. me, people do business because of people. So, like, mm. as a founder or as, as a as the owner of any business, business. I'm not saying your business will not thrive because you are not showing your face. I'm not saying that. Mm. I'm saying that let people connect with you. Let people know your personality. Let people see your values and your passions, because it also helps them have a sense of, you know, belonging and yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, collaborations, perfect. They worked so well. And we want to do a lot of that this 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 year. Um, I mean, that's why we're going to be having, like, other um, experts, entrepreneurs, content creators, just name them, you know, ex- doing well in the space. Also come on here to talk about what they do, share their challenges with us. I feel like it's going to be very insightful. But yeah, loved, 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 loved. And something else I'm going to jump right in real quick is that when you collaborate with people, um, you just cannot tell people are saying what you do more. A lot of more people are saying what you do. (laughs) And somehow, somehow, because you are now like being like now, Salem has like fans and followers, right? So because Mm -hmm. I associate with Salem, People just sort of Salem's fans that they are about fifty k now, over fifty k now, will now see me as credible because oh, mm. we like you. You are valuable. Definitely, you will not come and present shit to us. So we then increase our credibility, yeah. and the more you increase your credibility, the more people just trust you. And somehow, 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 yeah. I mean, I'll stop here. Let me not talk about. It. I was about to jump into the next win, which was getting 
um, our first B2B um, deal for the year. Yeah, I mean, before, well, before we sold over a hundred books, said it already. <laughs> let's let's we'll get we'll get into that spice. We'll get into that spice in a sec. But I just wanted to really pick out something that you said about um, uh, founders really putting their personal brand behind their business. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in a, a consultation. Um, I. So like, number one, like always be learning, like as business owners, as creators, whoever you are, you should always be making sure that you're learning, um, invest in your knowledge as well. Like don't just like YouTube university is a great starting point. All the people that you're following on Instagram is a state, great starting point. Um, but like investing in yourself is, is, um, is so important as well. Um, because they say, unless you pay, you won't pay attention. Like how many, how many, how many things, let me say that again, unless you pay, you're not going to be paying attention. How many ad- pieces of advice, how many lessons have you learned on Instagram or YouTube University that you've been like, wow, this is cool. I've saved this thing. How to increase my engagement. I've saved this kini. How to uh, grow my followers. Oh, great advice. Let me save this kini. But you never actually implemented the action. Because it was free, you saved it, right? It's ah, uh, I'll look at it later. But then it's a week, it's a month. You haven't looked at it, right? Um, there's something that like happens when you put your money where your mouth is. That okay, I'm going to pay X amount um, to get this consultation, or to get this course, or to um, buy this book, right? Um, and like understanding that where the value that you create, how you like level yourself up as a creative or a business owner or a startup, um, it starts from from you. Like, you're, like there was a saying that I, um, I heard a, uh, someone who he said this quote, he said that you can never, a, a business or an organization can never rise higher than the level of its leaders. And so it's like, if you're not growing, your business isn't going to grow. Mm. If you aren't improving your skills, like you're not going to, you're not going to stand out from every other average person out there who's doing what you're doing, trying mm. to quote unquote fight for the same market you're fighting for. Like if you can't be in a position where you are leveling yourself up, there's no way you can bring in any new innovation into your life. Like there are many people out there who, who they, they reach a peak. They honestly, they give up really quickly at what they're doing simply because they think, oh, I've tried everything. It's not working. It's like, have you really tried everything? When was the last time you learned something new? When was the last time you got yourself a mentor? When was the last time you went for a consultation with someone who's obviously better, <laughs> who's obviously better at what you're doing? Um, and learn from them like learn from them um but yeah that was one thing um but the second thing that loretta was mentioning about personal branding speaking about your business one thing i'm uh the person so in the consult i went off topic in the consult the person said that um you no one relates to a brand as well as they do to a person absolutely so if you're not if you're not if you're not like 
like the I, I don't know maybe because we've just been conditioned with like all the advertising and all the the way that you know like a business is a business like you may like a business like I like Apple I like uh, Adidas I like you know um, Spotify as a brand but I know like they don't personally know me and so I might like those products but there's there's a certain uh, disconnect like that only a human connection can feel and so when you think about those companies right like if you think about apple who's the person that comes to mind steve steve even though the guy's been dead for over 10 years now right like people still think of okay if i think yeah apple, I and think then about i'm going steve. to say look at your ads as well their ads are so human facing like you just can connect to the story for sure like they don't come showing you if a laptop flying, they now <laughs> explain all the things about the laptop. They literally show you a cook. They show you a pregnant woman. You just see yourself somewhere in that mix. Mm-hmm. Really, every brand has to look for a way to humanize itself. You mm-hmm. cannot be a be a shadow and then want to run a business because that's think not about how Twitter. human beings are wired. Yeah. Jack. I mean if you look at Twitter, look at look at Tesla, who do you think of? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Because <laughs> like, these are these are billion dollar some trillion dollar businesses. And when you think of them, the faces that you think of are their founders. Yeah. Um, and so like it just goes to show the importance of really um growing your personal brand as well as your business brand. I know that like um at the end of the day, like your your business brand, you know, like you're trying to grow a business. Like the more you should always grow a business first. Um, like in terms of like your your aim is that I'm not um, going to be just posting on social media. You should be having like business strategies to actually grow the business. Mm-hmm. But a huge part of that, even though it's a long term thing, is actually growing your personal brand because people connect with you better you than they would with so your business. Happy. I was so happy. I was so happy yesterday. When someone left a comment on that like one of my pictures i was like oh my god this is fast becoming my favorite person on instagram like my favorite person here mm. and then i was just like happy about it because my content creation journey has been very was that person me no no no, <laughs> no. my content creation no, number one fan very... <laughs> sorry continue <laughs> You guys, so my my content creation journey has been a very interesting one because there's a time where I was like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to focus on okay, blah 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 blah. But like, as I just grew older, I just saw that look, I'm actually stressing myself. Like, there's no need to want to put up a a front creating mm. like that's not yours just because you want people to see you in a certain way. Just continue to yeah. improve on yourself, continue to improve on the work that you do. And then feel free to share your life the way you are comfortable with people around mm. you. And that's what I've been doing. And it's been amazing. I'm not going to do the rat race of um, posting or wanting to be a YouTuber, posting on YouTube. I'm not willing to mm. do that rat race, but I'm definitely going to um, grow, like, mm. putting 
people people see building a brand building a personal brand is not a day's job it's not something that yeah. just meets a, a a brand guide or a branding expert and then they give you this content calendar that may not even suit your persona in the long term mm-hmm. and then you're wrong with it i'll say take your time to know yourself and just feel free to share your process with everybody like people are not like i was so i was so excited about the honesty like because like there was this thing happening at the end of last year where everybody was saying thank you for the happiest year of my life and then some people just came out <laughs> and started saying the truth that like, look this year was shit for me and this was yeah, and even this one, like being so honest and transparent about our growth, our progress, as well as our wins, which is something mm. that you can also adopt to. Like you don't have to put up a life that is not yours. Our Definitely. story being relatable, like things that we go through, you never can tell. That's what would connect mm. somebody else to you. And then yeah. with that, you guys just grow together and mm. they would support the work that you want to do like to support your business to support your to support you that, and that's how it works really yeah that's how mm-hmm. it works that's how it works for so, sure for sure how about third wing is this third or fourth uh we kind of yeah we could say like it's like a fourth like category we can we can we can say it's a, a fourth category. So like maybe like we can call it like our business wins in terms of like, um yeah like the different things that we did in terms of actually physically selling our product. Um yeah we did like online stuff, but there were some offline things that we did. Um that was cool. Loretta mentioned one before, which is um a B two B, a B two B sale that we got. Uh B two B by the way just means business to business. Um, if you can, like B2B is the way in terms of like one client who buys m- way more than just one individual customer um, would ever buy. Um, so that's a, that's a, that's free. <laughs> Take your gem. <laughs> Go and run with it. Nah, but for real, like. And um, really- B2Bs are so cool because like every single person that buys your products, they just have you or like for one person buys like a bunch of your products for like so many other people and then those people will mm. like your products and then they're like we want to come back to you mm. like do you get so i've had a bunch of people reach out to me like please we, i want to get this out can you can your brand help you know mm-hmm. it's like that based off um you know the the, the deal so it's bizarre yeah they don't stress you they don't stress you um i think like number one like we were really um blessed with that one um because how how we got that was um was loretta because loretta she she's working like three full-time jobs (laughs) i don't know how she does what she does but she's uh she's current owner of, of a business uh organizations uh and she works I don't even I've stopped counting I don't know maybe it's five jobs now she works ridiculous ridiculous amounts um to the normal normal person see we're, we're trying to reach we're trying to reach your level <laughs> Loretta 
Um, and then this yeah, is so if... crazy because people mm. think I'm like the queen of enjoyment. Like, oh, just yeah, you see, you see her feed. You, <laughs> you think she's always on holiday? <laughs> but don't lie, don't lie. Where are you now? Are you on holiday? Technically, yes, and I'm shooting the podcast. Uh, oh yeah. So I should probably say this as well. Let me just throw it in, like mm. that. The more money you have, the more work you do. If you are not doing more work and you're getting more money, and when I say more money, I'm not saying like you are so stressed, you can't think, your money tonight is full. I'm just saying the more impactful you are, the more like you make more money as well. So I, I, I really don't know how to phrase that statement properly. But all I'm saying is if you are looking at someone like Itimi or Tedola, and you think that oh my life is all one bliss. We we don't know we don't know your network. <laughs> you don't know Timmy Otedola, she's Otedola's daughter. Otedola's a I don't know who who's who's that? There are people who are gonna to listen to this and be like, Okay, I don't know who this is. Okay, so just like so just describe who that don't like you know how to like go into the last story, just like Oh like, yeah. What do they so, do? She is my she is my she's like my favorite influencer. Um okay. but if you look at her cage, if you look at her stories, you definitely want to say, oh, this person is from a rich family, this person is always traveling. So gotcha. they are constantly mm. bowling, they're constantly enjoying their lives. They are, mm. but then they are putting equal amounts of work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she has YouTube videos doing very well. I'm sure YouTube is paying yeah. for that. She mm. has um a podcast that she does with her boyfriend, Mr. Easy. Mr. Easy is mm. a very famous musician. I'm sure she's also make, maybe not making money, but then she has like a very loyal audience. And then mm. she's an influencer. Like you see how we're different clothes. You don't know what mm. people probably pay her for that. Ah. But then <laughs> a lot of times we just look at people's lives. We mm. want to be like them. But where we miss it is we need to understudy these guys see like mm. they will not tell you with their full mouth on social media right but the, yeah. more you, the more you observe the more you do your research you would see that hmm, this money is probably coming from here 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 most of those yeah. trips she's even taking i will not be surprised if brands are the ones sponsoring it like she has a very huge youtube audience she probably mm. has like an agency managing her and then sending deals away she's making mm. money and you people say she's enjoying. We, so should, like, we, should get, we should get her on a podcast. That would be great. I'll be smiling like this all through. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah. like, so don't, like, don't, 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 don't believe a lie. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this person is just chilling. Nobody in, like, high, high, high positions are just chilling. Yeah. Even people yeah, doing sure. crypto like just online trying to trade i mean they are trading they are watching the news to be so current so they know mm. when market stocks are going down when market stocks are going high so if you want to be like i'm just going to be blunt here like there's no mm. greatness without cost so mm. there's no quick there are mm. no quick fixes anywhere if, if you get a quick fix it's not going to last to be honest mm. it's going to win sure. at some point so let's Definitely. be ready to do the work that we ought to do really because that I, I feel like i should throw that in yeah, and that, yeah. And that's that's good because like 
what do you think what do you think about it like what i i think one misconception is that like to make more money like once once i've made it like i don't have to work again true um <laughs> you may not but you'll see that like like making money and making money keeping money and actually like like growing your wealth like growing like generational type of wealth all of those things require a certain type of work yeah like um i think like the biggest thing is that we see all these people who and like social media doesn't help but we see all these people who um they are doing really well with themselves they seem like they're always on holiday <laughs> loretta <laughs> <laughs> But we don't see like what they are doing behind the scenes, and that's one. That's even one scenario. There was a second scenario that I just re- uh, remembered. Um, there are people who they have mastered their craft, like like they know what they're doing. As in, like like doing it is like tying shoelaces for them. Like people don't understand that like, if you really want to get to the point where like what you do looks effortless to other people you really have to master your craft like that's why we see all these people like there's no way you could become a trillion dollar company because you don't like you're, you're on vibes right like there's some there's obviously work that goes into it but once yes, you're yes. so good at what you do once you're so good at what you do i mean like will, will smith is a great example or or, or um LeBron James, if anyone who knows basketball or um, Messi, Ronaldo, like all those people, like I think sports people are a very great example for for that because it's like you see all these people do such amazing things in their arena. We don't see like they've put in so much work that it's now effortless to them. Like we look at them as like such wow, you know, high and you know not high and mighty, but like such amazing people we don't understand that they they pushed past level of a level a certain level of mediocrity greatness to the point of excellence so that's where like where we're sitting when you sit on the level of excellence in what you do that's where you can now start mastering your craft that's when it starts becoming more effortless and i think people miss that and Mm-hmm. You know, people, people, especially when you like win a when, when you win small, like when something is working out really well, like it's super, super easy. I don't know, like for me, like and, and that's why you've gotten wins. I've definitely. Felt that's why like, I want to continue to push myself, like mm. with scribble personally. Um, I like this year. I want to put in the work. I want to master my crafts. I want to manage my time right. I want to mm. invest in myself and. All of this, I want to do from a place of rest. So I don't want to be anxious for anything. I don't want to be scared of trying. You know, I just want to be in that space. Because really, this is the best, best space to be in. Like, best, best space to be in. I feel like we, we took a really good detour. And yeah, you guys enjoyed all the gems that we dropped. Yeah. How did we get, um, what, what would you say? Yeah, was like the factor that brought us the B two B. Um, I think speaking about it, 
speaking about what we do, I think people don't promote ourselves. We don't promote ourselves enough. We don't, and like, not even just like, like I said it generally, as in like people, founders in general don't promote themselves enough. But even like speaking to us as well, we don't promote ourselves enough. Like, like what someone once said that it should be like your job is to promote yourself and what you do every single day. Like, yes, deliver value. Yes, you know, like um, create valuable content. Yes, you know, do all that stuff. But you have to at least once every day promote yourself. Try and try and promote yourself and what you do. Um, and, and really try and like, yeah, get your name out there because at the end of the day, like no one's going to talk about you until you do like, because like you need to be, you need to have spoken about yourself so much that people are just just in a room and then someone asks for something and then you are top of mind. Like, cause that's what happened with the B2B deal. Goes, sure. Oh, we're tired of having like notebooks, notebooks, notebooks. What other products can we give to People in this company this year. Then somebody was like, oh my God, Loretta, he has a scribble company. He did this mm. amazing sketch pad. So if I didn't like talk about my product, my yeah. other favorite brand is Andrea Yama. Oh my God, I'll be so happy if she comes on this show. Andrea Yama doesn't like, and then promoting well, yourself. Who, who is she? What, is she what, what does she do? Yeah, I'll get to that. So Andrea Yama <laughs> is very calm. She's quiet. Like that's what that's that's the brand she's built. She's been in business for like ten years. What they do is make luxury swimwear. But now I see wow. that she's branching out to making bags, branching yeah. out to making like proper dresses that you can even wear out. Mm. I really, 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 really love the quality. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. But like when you mention Andrea. You're mentioning luxury, you're mentioning quality, mm. like no bad reviews of our products. Barack Obama's wife, so won her swimsuits. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And started that's this business huge. 10 years ago. She started this mm. business when she was in uni, just like 10 years ago. And wow. then she puts her pricing on things because swimwear, a swimming brand isn't cheap. Mm. She puts her pricing on things. She was like, oh, then people were like insulting her. So, ah, this young girl, how is your product so expensive? It's not pant and bra you're selling. She's not assigning anybody. She continued pushing her thing, pushing her thing. And now the business has grown. I love that. So, um, so every day on our stories, not like yeah. every day, but like from time to time, she constantly shares her work what mm. she's doing at the studio because she has like a very nice studio so she shares her work yeah. at the studio she yeah. shares she, she teases us about oh this is what she's going to do she she uses she wears her clothes she wears her brand cool. and she posts the picture for you you're a business owner nobody yeah knows wow that's nobody good. knows that's good where where you how you walk nobody yeah. knows the things the things that you're doing in your business like mm. you're just underground digging holes sticking is good but it, it's not it's not sustainable it's not it's not especially in this and then in this day and age i don't know why it won't cost you anything to share a whatsapp story like there was one of my friends and then you can also tell people within your network to share like there was one of my friends she just started her cooking um business she came to my house and then she made me take pictures for her food and for weeks she didn't share any of the pictures i'm like Bro, really? what's going on? She's like, 
She's waiting for the perfect time. She doesn't want. She doesn't know. She's scared. What you were gonna say for weeks? She was promoting the pictures. Wow, she didn't share at all. Do you know what made her start sharing? Because there was a day I just vexed, and I just posted on my stories. Like I posted one of her pictures. Like, oh my god, this is my friend's business. This is what she's doing. I'm so excited. You won't believe it that someone from my Instagram actually reached out to her to cater for her birthday, which was like about 30 people. Wow. That's She made mad. different things for them. Since then, I just beg again. Now she says all her stories. And she would even come back to me and be like, Teresa, please, do you mind like sharing um this with your, with your audience? Please, I beg, mm. help me and stuff. So like, we need to share. Like, people... Like this, you need to share. You need to talk about your word. Stop, stop being shy. Like as they say, shyness is not the fruit of the spirit. Don't be shy. Like shyness helps nobody. Like in this business world, shyness helps nobody. The only people I know are the people that talk about their products. Why do you think I love Multilabel so much? I love the founder. I love the brand. There's no way, even if it's my last salary, God forbid, but I will stick by Multilabel if, if I really like. If I really say a piece that I like. Like, I would really, really, really buy it. Okay. What can I see in three pieces or two pieces? Uh, I think mine. First. Oh, yeah, keep talking. I'm here. Okay. Mm. So, um, I mean, that's, that's just the long and short of it. Even look at if, um, if it's your longer. Like, I've heard bad reviews about her products. Um, I've never bought a guy or a Gia clothes or whatever, but still, I mm. love how she carries the brand. Like I love how she's constantly mm. like in our faces with what she's doing, her life, her fashion. So mm. that's the thing: people don't know you. People yeah. will not know you. I mean, there are billions of people in the world who has time to be looking for everybody. If you want to be found, yeah. you need to make yourself reachable. You need to. I think, I think like, like obviously, like I just want to like preface this. This thing takes work. Whoever said that, like growing a business is beans, or they lied to you. Big lie. I think, especially because, especially if you are, if you are an established creator, um, I think it's easier in that sense. Like there's two ways that you're gonna like I think is a is a struggle, right? It's either you are an established creator, and so you know how you you've built your personal brand, and so now okay you want to start your own business, so you want to you can easily promote it on your on on the personal brand side of things, but the struggle now is okay, like I've never built a business before, how do I now learn to really grow this business that like yes I can chat on my page and people will buy from my followers. But like there is a there is an there is a there's an experience that you have to give your followers to actually for it to translate. So what I'm saying is, on the personal brand side of things, you might be good, but on the business side of things, you may not have much as much experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that thing is it's it's a lot. Like building a business on top of your personal brand, like it's a lot. There are things in terms of customer service, marketing. Even if marketing is just you yourself and yourself, right? Like there's different parts if you want to be seen by other people. Um, there's logistics. Um, there is um, so many different types of things. If you're hiring people, because you can't do it all yourself, you need to work with people. 
like people are human resource like human resource management hr management like there's so much that goes into it so it's like okay but if you like that's one side right the other side is if you're not a big influencer yourself but you've you know you've been doing this business thing you may even be struggling with the business thing um but you know you you, you've gotten your feet wet a little bit and you're still trying to make it um but now you're trying to now put your like you're trying to now shout about your business and grow your personal Mm -hmm. brand on top like the business one might be a little bit easier for you no one is actually personal brand is like no one is easier but as we as you exactly as you said earlier the focus is just starting with as like as little as you can i will not advise Mm. like if you're just getting into personal branding i will not advise that you strive or you try to create your page to look a certain way. Bro, yeah. come as you are. Be realistic. Like, yeah. don't let anybody tell you nonsense. Yeah. Do what works for you. Yeah, because I've seen, like, pages that are horrible looking. And trust me, those guys are boosted their followers. And then I've seen pages <laughs> that are very fancy. I think so many people. And I've seen pages that are very fancy. Yeah. And then, uh, nothing is doing well. So you just have to keep at it. Like, yeah. as yeah. Will Book says, what brick can you layer today just lay carry a brick mm. and just lay it like just little little mm. progress so i feel like when it comes to personal branding people overthink it but is this really who you are in real life translating mm. on your or mm. being amplified on your social media mm. so if you're quiet and calm don't come and be loud on social media just yeah 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 I think do what works for you. Exactly. I think at the end of the day, it's like, like and like be and be patient because like I think that's the thing with me. Like I, I'm me and making content online. Like I can do it, but it takes so much energy out of me. Like being creative in terms of like trying to think of things to create for people. Like trying to find a way to get someone's attention within the first three seconds, and then really deliver value, and then like change my outfit and do transitions and all this stuff. <laughs> Like, for me, like, it's so draining. Like, I can do it, but, like, maybe I have three max inside of me before I'm like, no, this is, like, I'm done for the day. Like, maybe I can do, like, three reels, and then I'm just done for the day. I can't do any work. I can't do anything. I'm just drained. And so in my head, I was like, this isn't working for me. Like, I can do it, sure thing, but, like, I want to do it when I'm, A, number one, like, I'm, like when I'm, I'm really feeling, like, doing like a reel for example um but other times if i'm not really feeling like feeling it then i'd rather just like do something like this i would talk to you know talk on a podcast or like speak about a topic that i'm passionate about Mm -hmm. um and do that for you know 30 minutes or whatever and then let myself let myself chill i'll just clip the different parts of that video and use that as my 7 14 21 day piece of content um because I feel as though it's like, like you can you can easy. It's much easier to like document your process than it is to create. Like if you're an influencer, cool power to you. You probably enjoy what you do. So like, well done. Um, me like, like it's only just like recently that I'm like, let me just like challenge myself to take photos when I'm outside. As in like, I'll literally like find a place. I'll set up my tripod. And I'll just take a bunch of photos. And just keep it in like a photo bank so that like when I'm not feeling like posting video or anything, I know, okay, I have these photos that I've already taken. I can just put it on there for the sake of, okay, I've posted today. Um, 
And it like it sounds funny, like, oh, you shouldn't post for the sake of posting. But obviously, like, the thing about, like, the algorithm that I've learned is that if people don't interact with you online um, and they start interacting with other people more, Instagram, for example, like, Instagram will push those other people more than your own. And, like, there's literally a tab that I, like, I'm, sh- I'm not sure if everyone's seen it. There's a tab that uh, says people you've least interacted with. Yeah, and then Instagram says, we don't, we don't, we don't show you these people. Oh, and then people that you've most interacted with. So it's like, like people, like Instagram will be like, oh, these po-, like if you're not posting, you're literally like saying, Do you're literally me? giving people, you're literally giving people, you're literally giving people the key. You're literally allowing your followers to listen to other people louder than you. Meaning that you'll now get Instagram to now say, ah, they're not listening to Enoch again. Let me put, let me put Enoch in the least, least people that they engage with. And then from there, it's just about, okay, you're not getting engagement even though you have all these followers. And it's now like, okay, some people might unfollow you, some people might mute you. So it's like consistency and frequency. Like this thing isn't easy, but um, like doing something that works for you, that you can do consistently um, till you can do something like a Gary Vee and have a team who's creating for you constantly, who's filming you wherever you go, if you want that. Um, there are plenty of people who, you know, even just do pure Twitter posts and they use that and they sprinkle it across their social media wherever they are. So it's like just find what works for exactly. you. Like that doesn't take all your energy and just be patient with it. Um, but just make sure that you're speaking about your business. Yeah. Speaking about your business. Yes, delivering value, but like most people speaking. Uh, right. speaking about your business. Do we see how cool. many more wins? Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, I mean, we can like we can speak on this this last one. Um, we talked about B two B and speaking about like your business and whatnot. There was one offline pop ups, and I said oh, yeah. that this related. They all related to each other, um, and the reason why I wanted to highlight this was because we forget like B two B is an offline thing, right? Pop ups are an offline thing. Like I think we we uh, underestimate the power of like offline sales, like offline, like getting on the ground, putting yourself in an event, creating like us, like going to create a pop up shop and uh, shopping center. Like the one we had, to, we had uh, two pop ups last year. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, one was in Palms and one was in um, Citadel, uh, some place you went to. Yeah, so it's like. Like people don't like everything everyone says, social media, social media, advertising, all that stuff, content. Yeah, cool. But once you like human connection is the most important thing. Like when you're in person with someone, there's so much more connection with them. Yes, you might get your nose when you're trying to sell your product, um, especially physical products. I know like, you know, digital products are a different matter. But um even in, with digital products, yeah, you, you can sell a digital product yeah. when you're when you're speaking at a conference, for example, than it is when you're Advertising online, advertising. Uh, um, which reminds me, just but, here, I'll just here, I would like for us to um, speak at more events. Like, mm, yeah, I yeah. feel like we'd, we've not done that at all. So, sort of position ourselves like <laughs> the work we do at Scribble, yeah, get into those spaces, even if it's if, even if it's on Twitter, the creative spaces, or yeah. what's that thing called, yeah. or um, what's the other app? 
Clubhouse. Um, uh, Clubhouse. I mm. don't use it, but mm. I'm going to like. So yeah, just speak more about your products, like not just yeah. your products, because that's too salesy. But like, really seek to yeah. provide value to the people that you mm. care about, and then from there yeah. you can always like also share the work that you're doing your business or something not like oh i yeah, just want this sure. because i want to speak about your business i want to make sales yeah being being business oriented sure. is good but i'll tell you what sells mm. more showing that you care about people wow <laughs> wow wow i wasn't expecting you to land like that <laughs> that was hot that was that was very spicy that was a great way i think we should end it like that I think we should end it like that. I thought we were gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna say, "Ah, oh, Loretta, do you wanna end it off? What's something you wanna then, land um, with people?" But like, you just, you just did it. Like, <laughs> we could end it like that. <laughs> that was, that was so good. Uh, doing business is great. Yeah, wow. But, mm. but, but, you know what's better? Actually, showing that you care about. Can't people. remember. <laughs> Actually, showing that you care about. People. Actually, showing that I care about people. See, we're human beings, and we mm. we like when we we like when people show us that they care about us or that they love Please. us. You know, not like a love that refuses to buy a show for me. Show me that. Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get there. Like, hey, everyone! Yeah, this was. I, I hope you guys got something from this first episode. And this is just our first episode. My goodness, like, we have so much in store. Oh, you have no idea. Um, but yeah, we, we really, this is good. I like that we're doing this. I don't, ah, uh, good idea. Uh, this is a good idea. We, we, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Um, so yeah, like, thank you so much. See, I don't, like, I don't know. I just see it on social media. I'm like, okay, this is the this is the this is the trending thing now. <laughs> I wish I could similar dance. to the. All right, let's let's let these people go. Um, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Sip and Think podcast. Um, with Loretta and I, Enoch. Um, yeah, we're really pumped to be starting this. Uh, joining with you, we are releasing two podcasts per week um the founder session which is today's session and um our guest interviews um and that'll be going up on tuesday and thursday weekly um and we're just going to be alternating with that um but yeah we're really excited to yeah really go on this journey with you helping creators really yeah. grow their socials and monetize online um so yeah thank you so much for listening subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already i don't know like why you haven't if you haven't i mean i don't that that episode we just did was just fire um but subscribe to the podcast if you're on youtube subscribe um there as well and yeah let us know what you thought what's the biggest takeaway that you have from it but we appreciate you uh and we'll see you again next time peace see you next time bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sip and Thick podcast from Scribble Horde. Our mission this year is to help 10,000 creators take one step closer to building a sustainable creative business online. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast for more. And if you really enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a review. Each review helps us reach more people, meaning we move closer and closer to our goal of helping 10,000 creatives just like you.